Hello, everyone. It's Softy. Welcome back to another episode of Story Jazz, an improvised narrative podcast with our, our repeat visitor, Gabriel. Hello. Glad to be back somehow. Somehow, some way. I've returned from the ether. I've clawed up from the depths of my Story Jazz cave here to deliver you the tunes <laughs> you can use. Well, we're very glad to have you back. Your last episode was a hit. And so, of course, Sam is still busy. Um, but... The show must go on, and Gabriel is none the lesser, an excellent story jazz musician in his own right. Unburdened by the weight of being a professional screenwriter. Unburdened. Well, burdened by perhaps other weights, as perhaps we'll get an update as to as to what Gabriel's working on. Maybe the next uh, next phase of Exquisite Corpse, I think, is on its way, right? It's, that's uh, right. That's right. We launch August 20th, but you'll get plenty of that in a bit. You will. You will. Okay. Um... So to begin our episode, I must ask you the first question, which is, do you want to continue our previous story or do you want to begin something new? I want to start fresh once again. <laughs> once again. Um, I know I know we might feel a little precious about characters. That's okay. I, I certainly miss um, Sue Young Knife Fight. I miss Xavier. But... I have a feeling we'll return to the land of Battle Florida. Oh, yeah. In due course. I think we will revisit at some point. I am certain that you will re-guest upon this show. And after some time, perhaps the appeal of our our family vacation, because I think our listeners are on the edge of their seats wondering, how does Bermuda fit into this family? That's true. That's true. They've got so many adventures in store in Megablocks land. But for now, we'll have to wait. And instead, we'll begin something new. So... Genre, style, what are you feeling? I'm feeling romantic comedy. I want to meet cute. I want a misunderstanding. I want a reconciliation. I want to feel those feelings. Okay, okay. You'll know why I'm feeling this, but perhaps the twist that I'm going to throw you today is, can this be a romantic comedy horror? Absolutely it can. Okay, so... No... No wrench that can be thrown will stop the strength of the beating heart of this great sexy love that we're going to construct together. Okay, sexy love. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We need a POV character, right? Every good romance has a character who we we feel we take the body of, right? We feel for them. We follow them through their their heartbreak and their heart mending. Who, who is this POV character? This POV character is a recent law school graduate. Oh, Gabriel's looking deep into my eyes. Yes. (laughs) All right, all right. A recent law school graduate by the name of Patricia, or Patty. We'll call her Patty. Yeah, Patty. All right. Patty is a uh, recent law school graduate. She's off to find love, and there's no better place for Patty to find love than the so-called haunted theme park of the haunted theme park of maggot land maggot land (laughs) of course it's designed as a haunted theme park but it also has a sort of cryptozoology of hauntings that have occurred there as well as it being themed as a sort of fake haunted theme park yeah a series of horrific incidents have occurred there over the last three centuries and because of the big dark tourism boom one smart One smart uh, realtor decided, well, bunch of weird people just sort of show up here anywhere, (laughs) anyway, take photos. I might as well capitalize on this 
So, of course, now the weirdo cryptozoological uh, people think the place is selling out, but they still want to go because stuff purportedly continues to happen there. And of course, as Patty's there, there's no better way to form a lifelong bond than one formed out of trauma. So she's there to meet the love of her life. Oh my gosh, yes. 26 and solo at an amusement park. (laughs) Amazing, amazing, okay. Looking for love. So my question for you is then, do you want to play Patty? Yes, I do. Become Patty for me. Okay, okay. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Story Jazz. Today is the day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Patty, did you did you pack your, your, your clothes and your, your lunchbox and your... Says Patty's dad, who's running back and forth across the living room as Patty's packing her suitcase. Oh, my gosh, Dad. I've been to undergrad and sleepaway camp and grad school and post-grad school sleepaway <laughs> camp. I know, I know, I know, honey. I know just... how to pack a bag. Okay, all right, I'll just... I'll be in my office if you need anything. Um, okay. I booked the taxi. It's taking to the airport in 30 minutes. Don't let your rejection-sensitive dysphoria kick in, Dad. I love you. I appreciate your support. Thank you for helping me pack. It's okay. It's going to be fine. I promise I'll introduce you to the great love of my life before we make any big decisions. It'll be fine. <laughs> she just hugs him. Patty's dad sort of nervously pats, <laughs> pats her on the back and then looks around the living room awkwardly and then enters his office finally leaving Patty alone in front of her open suitcase. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's, this is how it's gonna happen. I know this is how it's gonna happen. Tinder couldn't make it happen. Hinge, absolutely not. The creepiest people on Hinge. Bumble, forget about it. I, messaging first, atrocious. This is it. Somewhere, somehow, at Maggot Land, the most romantic place on earth, I'm going to make it happen for me. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even taken the bar yet. Oh, no. (laughs) And And she zips up her suitcase, stuffing the last few things, which we can't quite see what they are, but Mm -hmm. pushing them into the side of the suitcase as she zips it up and lugging it out the door on her own. We cut to tens of miles underground, and we close in on something white and milky. And we zoom out, and it's a solitary maggot. (laughs) And it crawls over to a second maggot and nudges it awake. And he goes, hey, hey, are you, are you, are you awake? What, 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 what? I'm awake. I'm awake. Today's the day. Why are you waking me up? Today's the day. Today's the day? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna all, we're gonna all get together. We're gonna all form together. We're gonna become one big person. What? Wait, did... Did Franklin find the trench coat? Yeah, he did. He did. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And the shoes. The shoes. Oh and God. the gloves. Amazing. It's it's all ready. We're finally going to get to see what the heck has been going on up there. Today's the day. Today's the day. And together, they start <laughs> wriggling and waking everyone else up. And like a storm, the maggots, the maggot swarm begins to stir. <laughs> yeah. The sign of Maggot Land. I think Maggot Land has really nice pastel colors. Okay. So it's, from the outside, it looks like it was a different theme park and it got converted to Maggot Land. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's what it was. It was bought out. 
Okay. It was a regional it was a regional theme park <laughs> that was going on in spite of the various horrific occurrences going on in the centuries prior. I mean, that was like a thing for hobbyists, right? A bunch of weirdos. Yeah. Like who cares about it? Yeah. But, you know, it was starting to dwindle. A bunch of people in like, you know, in their in their flannel with their binoculars and their little notebooks were showing up. People with podcasts. <laughs> podcasts were starting to do episodes about the place. So yeah, it's kind of being it, it's being retrofitted to be spooky. <laughs> okay. Okay. But so you know, yeah, the buildings are all these sort of bright neon colors, but the sign is this especially sort of spooky Microsoft Word chiller font uh, uh, over a white tarp, sort of hastily put on top of a um what what was a sign um that said Roosevelt Land, Roosevelt Land, <laughs> and it had a history of the Roosevelt family and all of their various memorabilia. Some of which is still there. Are they, do the Roosevelts come from Boston? Is this in Massachusetts? Maybe it is. Okay, yeah. Winds blowing from the coast. <laughs> Loamy soil beneath. Sounds maggotful to me. This is the town of Maggotsburg, Massachusetts. Maggotsburg. Maggotland, Maggotsburg, Massachusetts. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So is Patty. It's like Hershey Park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yes, yes, exactly. As, as uh, Patty's dragging her suitcase up to the front gate, because, of course, her hotel lies within the park. Oh, yeah. You you need multiple days to see all there is to see in Maggotland. <laughs> Plus, you need multiple days to find love, and you need a hotel to form love's truest bonds with. That's true. That's true. The bond of figuring out who gets to use the toilet first. Yes. This is, this is the ultimate litmus, the final trial of any... Great, strong, sexy love. But Patty pushes that down. She's not at that point yet. First, <laughs> okay. first she needs to meet, and there is a mixer on the first night. So she's desperate to get inside as she pulls up to the front gate. Mm-hmm. So, so she comes, she comes up to the the bellhop in this. Um, or does she encounter anyone on the way into the park? Um, maybe she stops at the maybe she stops at the gate to like get her ticket and to get into the park itself. Yeah guy like looks down at the massive suitcase <laughs> looks up at patty <laughs> so uh how many nights are you staying um i uh was hoping to get the um the family week pass you, you realize the family week pass includes uh full ride tickets and full meal tickets for two adults and up to three children you still want that whole yes Okay, okay. Then he clicks a few buttons on the cash register and a ka-ching, and he prints out a stack of tickets for her. He says, um, that'll be $230. Wow, that's really good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, money is no... I, I, I've put away 5K for this trip. He nods and goes, okay. I love maggot land and like maintaining eye contact she puts on her maggot land ball cap that's in her <laughs> sort of side bag <laughs> the the man at the the man at the cash register looks at the ball cap and then sort of looks up at his own maggot land ball cap that he's forced to wear as part of the job and sighs <sighs> we're like twins enjoy your trip <laughs> yeah no Enjoy your trip in Maggot Land. Go maggots, he says unenthusiastically, and then turns to the next person. Welcome back to Maggot Land. Is Patty singing to herself? 
No, I think this is playing on the speakers. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> there's like there's like someone with a theremin <laughs> right at the entrance. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> uh, somebody in a large uh, maggot costume walks up with a camera and says, Hi, can I take a picture of you and your family at Maggotland? It's uh, only $10.99. Uh, just uh, stand up there against the uh, big fluffy maggot. I don't have a family yet, but please take my picture. It'll be like the before and after. And she like, she like goes up. Um, what does she stand next to? It's <laughs> a big fuzzy stuffed maggot. It's like a fuzzy stuffed maggot. And she's like holding it alone and looking like really dour. Amazing. <sighs> uh, okay, okay, all right. This is me before I meet the love of my life. Right, give me a- After I meet the love of my life, we're going to come back and we're going to take another photograph. Okay. Does that sound good? All right, all right. Great. That sounds great. That sounds great. Uh, just, uh, I'll be here. I'm here all day, every day. I never sleep, but 24-7. All right. Say cheese or or say dour. Wait, you never sleep? Click. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, click, click, click. <laughs> we get a freeze frame of Patty sort of looking kind of confused, like, wait, what? <laughs> and that's the picture she gets. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to the hotel. She's still lugging her massive suitcase. The foyer is so beautiful. There's kind of this, I mean, even even in Roosevelt land, there was this sort of there was this sort of idea that you had to really show off the austerity of the place. But with of course, with the new Gothic vibe it's going for, this actually is probably the part of the park that handled the transition best. <laughs> so she's looking at this ceiling. And the sort of, it, it's not quite the Sistine Chapel, but there is a mural of a, like, skeleton Franklin Delano Roosevelt with a bunch of worms coming out. <laughs> and she's like, whoa. Oh, oh. So the, the worms were added later. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just FDR and his family, and they've just, like, had to <laughs> over, over top it, like, a tattoo revision. Um, but she bumps into something. And a hat and some other stuff falls down, and a handsomely tall figure in a very bespoke trench coat <laughs> kneels down. <laughs> sort of spinelessly curves over, leading for the hat. <laughs> she reaches for it just as he does, uh, just as just as they do, <laughs> and and their hands meet. A sort of a, a yeah, her hand connects with a beautiful, a, a wriggling, <laughs> gloved hand. It's like this beautiful black leather, but the but the fingers are all over the place. But she can't be bothered because her hand has just met another's, and and she, and she's seen this a thousand times before. She blushes and she goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I just meant to." And another voice. That if you were maybe a better listener, sounds a little different than the average voice is also kind of stammering. Um, what does a mountain of maggots dressed in a trench coat sound like? Um, can you do Tim Curry? Oh, I don't know if I can do Tim Curry. Um, what if we just give them a really, really strong accent, like a... Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Take it. <laughs> Hello there. Take it. Yeah, take it. Kind of in a Flula Borg direction. <laughs> oh my God, Flula Borg. Okay, so um, 
this is so unusual to meet someone in the foyer. <laughs> and he's like, he's like putting his hat back on. And Excuse <laughs> me, I am disguised for a uh, Eddie Demixer oh. tonight. Oh, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I, I didn't see that you were, that you were also reaching for the. Oh. It is a not problem. Oh wow! And she, she sees, she sees them stand up. Let's just say him. She st- she sees him stand up to full height and he's really tall. She can't quite make out the face. You know, the collar is up really high and, and the hat is a little low, but but there's... Maybe there's like a, a long-nosed um, like mask. Oh my gosh, yes, a plague doctor mask. There we go. Um, are you going to the mixer tonight? Oh, um... Yeah, yeah, ab- ab- absolutely I am. Um, oh, wow, but I should have brought a better costume. Yours is so, oh my gosh, it's so maggot land. You just, wow. Um, y- yes, I've been preparing for this for many, many decades. And the, the, the worm man, which we have yet to name, <laughs> holds up a flyer for, it says, the mixer and sort of old <laughs> writing. It's clear that it was from when it was back in Roosevelt land. Oh my gosh, yeah. The soiree. <laughs> well, I guess I will see you there. Um, um, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm, 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 I'm Patty. I'm Patty. And Patty holds out a hand and the, the worm man, the, the, the maggot man slaps her hand <laughs> with a wriggling one and says... <laughs> few maggots fall out on the floor. Yeah, a few maggots fall out uh. onto the ground. He says, my name is Guillermo. <laughs> Rewinding earlier, and it's like, thir- the 30 million of us have come together and chosen the five sexiest names. <laughs> All right, what are the five sexiest names? Um, oh no. <laughs> Um, because of course the worms want to meet the love of their lives as well. Yeah, absolutely. Our five sexiest names are Terence, Brick Shithouse Goldenrod, <laughs> Liam, Glendale, and finally Guillermo. Okay, so they think that they, I think they really leaned into the whole Italian romance film genre, other than Brick Shithouse Goldenrod. <laughs> That commission fought really hard to get that name through, but there was a whole maggot civil war over it. They would have been out of the ground much sooner, found the trench coat, had they not had such a knockdown drag out fight over whether Brick Shithouse Goldenrod was a real name. And we cut right back to the present as uh, Guillermo's hand slaps Patty's and he says, Guillermo, Goldenrod. <sighs> she shivers and like, as... As they walk away, like like some of like one of the maggots whisper, that last name was to commemorate the fallen who died at the Battle of Brick Shithouse Goldenrod. <laughs> and then you hear an echo of a bunch of maggots, not all of them, but a bunch of them go, Commemorate the fallen, commemorate the fallen, commemorate the fallen, commemorate the fallen. And and she she just the impact of that slap hits Patty's hand and she's just like shivering from it. She feels it in her heart. Yeah, and she just looks down at her hand and she's in her hotel room and she's twirling around with her with, with, with her gown and she's like already it's happened so fast it's happened so fast i can't believe i've found him and then a knock it comes at the door oh. um ma'am uh we have your registered uh um dine-in 
for family, you have the family pass, so we have uh, your food. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Dinner is delivered every night at the hotel. That's uh, part of the family pass. Would you like me to leave it here or? She opens the door. Thank you, thank you. She's like a Disney princess to this (laughs) beleaguered employee. She's just smiling from ear to ear. She looks like she's on drugs. The the employee is pushing this, you know, two meter long cart with a full family of fives, four course meal on it. And he sort of looks inside at the at the empty hotel room with just her. <laughs> and he says, would you um, should I come later with this food or? No, no, you're in the right place. Just leave it. Just leave it. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Um, I hate to be crass about this sort of thing, but part of my income is dependent on tips and so if you could... Oh, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And she opens up her suitcase and she's like, oh no, where's the cash? And she doesn't have cash, but she has at least 12 Diane Steel paperbacks. <laughs> and she takes one called, he took me in the bull rushes. <laughs> and she goes, I am, I am so sorry. I, uh, I'll... I'll stop by an ATM later. In the meantime, this is, I mean, I mean, you're a guy, but I still think, I mean, it's really, it's, oh my God. I mean, if you like, I I don't, I don't know how strong the Wi-Fi is, but if you can't, you know, if you can't get porn in here, it's like, it's really sexy, really sexy bedroom scenes. And as Patty looks up, she sees the wonder and amazement and absolute infatuation on the eyes of this of this uh, delivery oh. <laughs> um, waiter. And he goes, oh, my God, where did you find this? I've been trying to collect one of these for <laughs> for years now. And you just and he looks over her shoulder. You have a whole collection of them? Oh, yeah, yeah, come on, take a look. And she just invites him in, and she just, like, like removes the the various, like, containers on, on, on dinner, and then they're just, like, they're both eating the family <laughs> meal <laughs> and sitting down and just kind of pouring over these together. And we cut to, we, the dialogue cuts back in after some time has passed, and the, the waiter says, so tell me again about this guy and this mixer. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure if you saw him in the lobby, but he's he's tall, he's mysterious, he's in a trench coat and his name's Guillermo Goldenrod. I just Guillermo. That's a little little much. Okay. So Right, it's like something out of a book. I, yes, but it's also a little you know, I mean, I know the whole Maggot Land vibe. It's a, but, it's a little like murdery, but that that guy sounds really, I, really murdery. I mean, have you ever met somebody with an actual name of a Guillermo I, Goldenrod? I, I, um, I mean, no, but y- you know how something just feels right, and it's like, and it's like in the back of your head, maybe there's this little thing going like, oh, I don't know, this looks like danger, this looks like trouble, but then like, like, I mean, okay. What if, what if I didn't, right? What if I didn't dance with this guy? What if I didn't try? I might never see him again. Like, you're right. Who's named Guillermo Goldenrod? Like, <laughs> like something something drops into your life like that out of nowhere, and you're just like, I'm going to pass that up? Like, what if what if I'm thinking about this when I'm 80? I mean, I mean when I'm looking back, what's what's worse? That I say, okay, so I... I, I I, I went with Guillermo Goldenrod and and I don't know, he was a little he was a little sticky under there, you know? <laughs> it was a little weird under there, kind of a weird personality. Like I'm I've had an amusement park, you know, I'm I'm away from everyone I've ever met. 
and 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 he doesn't he doesn't know me he doesn't know my family i'm i'm here for experiences i'm here for adventures like like if i if i say no i'll be thinking all about right, it the rest right. of my, oh my god i'm so great glad you understand see i i knew you would get it because you also read this stuff like it's just you know i get it i get it like love should feel that way right the waiter who um we will now name steven um right steven the waiter <laughs> the waiter says i get it i get it and he sort of looks longingly down at the collection of near porn. <laughs> he says, sometimes love is, is closer than you think, though. And he looks up longingly at Patty, but she is unaware. She sees right through him. She like, sees right through him into Guillermo in the distance. Yeah, and she's like, and she's, she sees him looking down, though. She's like, oh, you can take as many of those as you want. Oh, oh, my God, what time is it? And she like, she, she checks <laughs> Her maggot land themed watch. Okay, okay, it's like please. it's like it's it's got death itself, and he's like pointing with both hands, and there's like a little speech bubble, and he's saying it draws nearer. <laughs> this is very true to my heart because my wedding ring actually says um, "Memento Mori" on it. <laughs> Amazing. That's very cool, actually. Um, so, so she like pushes him out of the room, Steve out of the room with his stack of paperbacks. Okay, I guess I'll just I'll just see you later. Will you be at the mixer? Um, well, I have to. I think I have to work at the mixer. I'll be I'll be there, but I'll be working. Oh, oh, right, right. Sorry. I, um, yeah. I, but I'll see you. We're friends, but I will I, I will actually do like a real deal. To, I I know I I know the service industry. I know that's bad. I don't wanna I don't wanna infringe. I want to just because we've become friends. I don't want to. I don't want to take advantage of you. I, I will tip you for the the big family meal thing. And then she closes the door. <laughs> right as Stephen says, "You can take advantage of me." <laughs> and then he walks slowly back down to the kitchen with an armful <laughs> of Diane Steele. <laughs> Let's do a brief ad segment. Do you are you going to want to say more about uh, Exclusive Corpse? You can plug the same thing you did last time, just in case people only. Listen. Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. August twentieth has either already happened or is about to happen, and that means the Exquisite Corpse in Maggot's Keep is now crowdfunding on Kickstarter. It is a game book, like one of those choose-your-own-adventure books or find-your-fate books you might have read in elementary school where you were, uh, it was kind of like a novel, but you were playing Indiana Jones and it was all written in second person and you could choose whether to pick up the goblet or, uh, or not. You could, you could turn this way or that way. This is a book just like that. And just like one of the great ones of those books, it is fully illustrated. Um, it has a cover and 50 interior illustrations by the magnificent J.N. Butler. Um, in it, you play a bejeweled, magnificent, exquisite corpse, a skeleton who um, awakens in their coffin in a mysterious underground labyrinth and must suss out how they came to be and discover the secrets of the maggot's keep, um, escape the maggots, um, which uh, just like in this story, are kind of collected into one uh, <laughs> magnificent organism. We'll see how it turns out in story jazz.
because I don't know how it will turn out in my book either, because here's the interesting thing. With every choice you make, it'll switch between a different writer. We've got a team of 10 writers, and just like the Exquisite Corpse drawing game, they're each going off of what the previous writer wrote. So hopefully it'll feel like a short story collection by way of DVD menu, or like a bunch of people telling a story around a fire. Um, I'm incredibly proud of it. I love the team we've brought together. This is the first um, sort of novel-like thing from Sandy Pug Games. We normally do tabletop role-playing games, but we are a co-op um, that's very proud uh, to be fully transparent about, about the money we make with our team and divvy it up in a very equal way. I, I'm really proud to be paying uh, my team of writers much more than I make per word as a freelancer, um, starting at 15 cents a word and hopefully going up to 20 or 25, uh, depending on the traction we managed to build. I am, I'm really excited about this book. And yep, if you, um, if you Google the exquisite corpse in Maggot's Keep, you should find the announcement for it, which will take you to the Kickstarter pre-launch page. The more followers we get on that, the better. And of course, if it's already going, every backer helps um, and helps um, helps pay our team, helps make it helps make it all possible. Um, thank you. Thank you, Gabriel. As we mentioned last uh, last time, Gabriel's always got another project in the works, and you should follow Sandy Pug and other other projects Gabriel has going. I will again retweet or share the links that we talked about here so you can find it if you're interested and I definitely recommend you guys check it out. I've supported Sandy Pug in the past and mm -hmm. I, I suggest all of our listeners take a look at it. This is of course our ad break segment where we tell all of our listeners to look out for each other wash your hands um, yeah. wash your butts of course vaccinate yourselves um, be careful out there with the you know, new wave and Delta variant and everything, it's more important than ever to really do wear your masks, even inside, even, you know, with with people who you kind of sort of know, I mean, other than your roommates, you should be pretty, pretty careful, right? The, the sooner we can quash this disease, the better for everybody. And think of your, you know, more at risk friends and family. This is dangerous for everybody out there. If you are listening to this and you work in the service industry, whether you are a cashier or a server or in some other um, customer facing realm um, where you've got to be out there in the world and at risk, I just want you to know how incredibly uh, proud of you I am and how grateful I am. And a lot of us know, um, especially those of us who've been in it, just how incredibly hard you're working, how thankless that work is, and um, how much apathy has been kind of seeding its way into it with everyone going, well, I mean, the CDC announcement was already made, so I'm not gonna, it's, it's horrible. It's really horrible. I'm really proud of you for sticking it out. If you, if ever, if ever there comes a point in your life where you feel like you can make that exit strategy and get out of there, please do it. I want you to make it out of this alive. And with that, we love you. I love you. Thank you for your work. <laughs> the candles light, the darkness rises, and we see a dark, dim closet and a stool with a maggot-filled individual sitting upon it, looking at their cell phone. <laughs> Guillermo is preparing for the evening. On the phone <laughs> is 
a, a WikiHow article called "How to Dance." <laughs> the the maggots really have to struggle at his fingertips to move the phone screen forward. They're like, "Heave, ho, heave!" <laughs> what is this? This nonsense. This dancing. Maggots wiggle. We do not dance, but for Patty, perhaps. The two maggots that we saw at the very beginning are just kind of, they're just kind of lodged at, at the the chin, for lack of a better word, of this manifestation. <laughs> they come together to form the goatee. Yes. And, and like, like one says to the other, I just feel like we voted on the wrong accent. What? I just feel like the... I feel like it's great. It's it's so sexy. It's... Really? It's so foreign. Okay. Um... It's it's memorable, right? We don't... We don't want to pass by as another human. I I, I mean... We want to be unforgettable. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, we want to feel special. And, and, you know, I'm not not gonna... I'm not gonna criticize it. You know, you know, the, the... the, the choice of the collective is my choice, our choice. I, I just, I don't know. Sometimes, doesn't it ever feel a little, I mean, everything used to be so quiet all the time and now everything is just so much. And there's noise everywhere and I just, I'm going to be real. I miss the dirt. I miss the dirt a little bit. Do you miss the dirt? The other maggot doesn't respond and a couple of the other maggots around sort of eyelessly glance at the maggot that said they missed the dirt and they all go, I can't believe he misses the dirt. Okay, all right. I don't miss the dirt. I hated it. It's great out here where there's so much noise and so many smells. And I love how much noise and how many smells there are. Is that what you want to hear? I love all that noise and all those smells. Sorry, let's continue to... What did what did 547348892 call it? Read? I like how they have names. Um, okay, wait. Actually, Gabriel, can you give us that number right back? Do you remember that number? <laughs> Five four seven eight three two something like that. Eight nine two. Eight nine two. Oh my god, I could not remember. <laughs> Five four seven eight nine two. Uh, looks up and says, "It's called studying, <laughs> not reading. Reading is when it's passive. Studying is when it's active." I uh, boy, it's it's just hard to keep it. it it's it's hard to keep it all in here, you know. He's like wriggling his head as though there's something <laughs> equivalent to a human brain in there. <laughs> The other maggot that has been quiet says, just remember, once we get to the outside world, we meet the love of our lives, we'll be able to mature, hit puberty, and then we'll all become a massive amount of cicadas and we'll fly off into oblivion. Oh my gosh, you're right. You're right. It'll all be worth it for that. It'll all be worth it for that. Oh boy, we're going to need a going to need a whole lot of meat to nest into. Well, that's why we're finding the love of our life. Whole lot of Don't you remember the plan? Did you forget the whole plan? Look, <laughs> look. I'm just one maggot. I'm just one maggot. I'm trying my best every day. Life's hard. I don't think any of us are strangers to that. Life's... Okay, I am almost at the end of this article. All right. All right. The shove division has been shoving this touch screen. You you want all their work to be in vain? Sounds like you don't respect the shove division. No, no, we... we... Yeah, it sounds like you don't respect the shove division. Yeah. We're working hard out here, shoving as hard as we can. Apologize to the shove division. Yeah, come on, guys. Oh, all right. All right, I'm, I'm sorry. Got it. God, I can't wait to be a cicada. Hard cut. And then we're... <laughs> Patty is dressed up in a seafoam green prom gown. 
Ah, yes. What is it? She's got to have a mask as well, right? This is sort of a a masked ball mixer. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe she, oh. (gasps) Yeah. She has a cicada mask in her green gown. Whoa. Yes. Big pincer. Oh, maybe it's like a, like a locust mask, right? Like locust, like a big green cricket grasshopper sort of thing. Yeah. It's a sleeved gown and it's got these little like arm wings. Yes. That are attaching to the main dress. Truly befitting a mixer at Maggotland. Yeah. Right. Really leading into the whole insect theme. It's in the off season, so there's not like a crazy amount of people, but there's like a good amount. And and she knows it's gonna be all the dedicated fans, which is exactly what she wants. Oh yeah. But boy, it's really the Lonely Hearts Club (laughs) out there. We just sort of pan among them and they're all like glancing nervously like, could tonight be the night? It's like going to one of those cosplay balls at an anime expo. Oh, I've actually never been to one of those and I kind of want to go. It it is it is an experience to be lived and it might be a much weirder experience after you're 30. So you might want to do that soon. (laughs) Oh. But all the nerds and all the lonely hearts of this mixer hear and turn at the sound of the door opening and Patty walking in. Mm-hmm. Even Stephen at the bar, even Stephen's jaw drops as he sees her in her cicada gown. He like messes up his Long Island iced tea. He like he like <laughs> pours it. And then like like one of the other uh, the other man behind the bar with him so underpaid, so depressed, he like literally gets under it with his mouth like oh. <laughs> <laughs> try to catch it. <laughs> I mean, what else could you do in Maggot Land? But everyone is aghast. Patty truly has found a moment where she is the most beautiful person in the room and everybody's eyes are on her. Her years of preparation have paid off. All eyes and all costumed eyes alike fix on her, both with the glowing irises and sort of the black beady <laughs> faux insect eyes affixed to their uh, their masquerade masks or above their actual eyes to simulate a whole set of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a few a few like nebbish boys are like trying to like work up the nerve. Excuse me, would you like this? And she brushes past one. Excuse me, would you like this? And she brushes past another because her eyes are fixed on the center of the ballroom where Guillermo... He's lying on the ground doing the worm (laughs) really slowly like an inchworm. His whole body undulates as he moves across the ground. Douglas Adams has a word for how sentient mattresses move. There's a specific verb for it called flargling. And I think I think Guillermo is coming as close as a humanoid could to flargling in this moment. I, I wonder if that word has ever been used outside the context of mattresses. I think this may be the first time. So, so as, Guillermo, yes. as Guillermo flargles gracefully across the floor, Patty's lust and love alike are ignited once again. <laughs> oh, hi. I did not see you there. I'm just I'm just dancing comes an echoey voice. Hey, yeah. I um I uh I um I I love your moves. Oh, thanks. I learned them today. <laughs> oh, wow. You're you're a um a quick learner. Oh my um and then the music changes and it's a slow dance and Patty goes, "Um, hey, it's a slow dance. Um, do you want to would you like to dance with me?" 
oh yes, just one moment. And Guillermo's <laughs> legs stand up while his body is still kind of on the ground, <laughs> attached only by the thinnest strands of the trench coat. As quickly his body starts to <laughs> and reconstitute itself on top of his head. And Patty seems totally, I mean, she's starstruck. She isn't even moved by this, but everyone else in the dance hall <laughs> turns in this moment and stops exactly what they're doing and and watches. And um, Steve <laughs> at the bar fucks up a second Long Island iced tea. And the other, the other, <laughs> the other waiter dives for it as it falls again. <laughs> at this point, he's kind of hammered. Steve's just like, Oh, no. Not again. <laughs> oh, no. Not again. Not again. Not. Oh, wait, wait. Steve's words like, oh, oh, no. Not, not again. And he reaches for the shotgun <laughs> underneath the bar. Meanwhile, he hasn't acted yet. And the slow dance begins. And Patty joins her hand with Guillermo's whole deal. She puts one hand on his shoulder and the other in his hand. Guillermo puts one hand on Patty's waist. And the voice, Guillermo's seductive voice, is now coming out of, like, his thumb because <laughs> the maggots got rearranged. Yeah, yes, yes, baby, this is so, this is so wonderful. I, I just love dancing. I just, I never really discovered this before, before today, but it is unlike, unlike the lying in the dirt. It is so... So mysterious and so sexy. <laughs> she chuckles at the sexy thing, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I've um, you know, I've lied down on 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 stuff before. You know, like I, I mean, I you know, an undergrad. They've got like the lawn and stuff. You know, the quad." But tell me, tell me, Patty, the human, have you ever lied down in the dirt, under the dirt? <laughs> this is truly the sexy. Uh, um, like like a. Like like a like a spa thing, like a spa day, or a... mm, like a spa day, but forever. I... And there's a glint of like what she thinks is eyes underneath the large hat in the little plague doctor mask, but it's actually the glint of tiny little maggot teeth. Oh my god! And um, that kind of gives her pause for a moment, but then she hears the cocking. <laughs> Of a shotgun behind her. And Guillermo says, oh, the show must be starting. Oh, wow. And maybe it's at this point that Steven asserts himself walking past the bar, shotgun raised. And he's like, Patty, I need you to get away. And then we see what everyone else has been seeing through, the, uh, through one of an attendant's cell phone cameras. As Guillermo's been moving, his legs have been like... Dis the, the trench coat, like like instead of the, the trench coat, he's in some form of tuxedo and the <laughs> and the legs have just been kind of collapsing and reforming <laughs> with each step. And there are just multiple cell phone cameras on it, like the various the various um lonely hearts have gone into full cryptid hunter mode. But Patty's too intrigued and too enthralled. Yeah. She she's convinced, she's heard that there are shows at the mixers and flash mobs and uh, invested performances where you are part of the performance and she thinks that she has a part to play. And so she stands, hands out, straddling in front of Guillermo like she's going to protect him with her life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've always wanted to be in one of these. No, don't hurt him, <laughs> daddy. 
And Stephen is slightly aroused by the word daddy, but pushes it down as he quickly returns to reality. Patty, this isn't, this is not a bit. <laughs> We're not, I, 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 please, please, please get away from the, um, please. <laughs> Maybe she's like, my name's not Patty, it's Rose Laburne. <laughs> and my name is Guillermo Goldenrod. <laughs> yes. And, and then, like, his <laughs> other thumb goes, Thunderfucker Battle Horse. <laughs> and then there's, like, a tiny shushing sound. Thunderfucker Battle Horse. Thunderfucker Battle Horse. Like, horse. The, the, the rebellious <laughs> maggots inside are, like, cheering. <laughs> or just Guillermo. <laughs> or just Guillermo. <laughs> but Guillermo's arms have begun to crawl around Patty as he envelops her and a wriggling, wet, sticky embrace. And like, Patty, who is like, who was really, and, and her face goes on a journey because at first she's being, she's being held, she's being embraced by Guillermo, embraced like she hasn't been in such ever. a long time, ever, <laughs> in her entire life. But she's read about it constantly in novels. And then she's beginning to feel the sensation seeping through the tuxedo. And then she's like, no, wait, maybe that's just what it's like. <laughs> but then she's like, wait, no, maybe it isn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, um, oh, um, well, maybe I should just let you two. And <laughs> Steve's like, Patty. <laughs> Patty, would you just look to your right, says Steven. And tell me what you see. Patty looks and Guillermo Goldenrod Thunderfucker Battle Horse <laughs> is just sort of a, a mass. And she can see the interior of the mass now. And she can, in particular, her eyes meet a set of maggots that sort of tried to form two <laughs> eyeballs. The hat has drifted down her arm. The mask is sort of hanging around her wrist. Guillermo is no longer attached to the ground, but affixed to the back of her calves and thighs yeah. as it's sort of molded to her as the arms are crawling independently around her. And she just goes, oh. And before she can think anything else, the maggots materialize below her as a set of legs like an octopus running on the ocean floor and start <laughs> carrying her away. <laughs> oh my God. And the only thing Patty can think is, this is not the book I thought, but this is just like a book I read. I'm still in. <laughs> this is like some of my weirder books. <laughs> my higher up the shelf so my little sister can't get them books. <laughs> Unlike Diane Steele. She, she can read those if she wants. So yeah, the pair of legs is like marching Patty away. Um, Steve doesn't know what to do. He can't fire. <laughs> so he, and he throws the shotgun over his shoulder and he gives chase. Yeah, there's like a cryptid hunter behind him, like phone out in selfie mode going, we finally have footage. We finally have footage of the Omni maggot. You thought I was lying. <laughs> you thought it was fake. <laughs> but they all stay because... As much as they're convinced that these creatures are real, it's also a vacation for them. And so they'd rather sit <laughs> yeah. around the mixer and maybe meet another human. Guillermo runs out with Patty 
Steve runs out after them and they steadily turn off their phone cameras and resume slow dancing. <laughs> Awkwardly looking at each other, hoping for a slow dance, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, maybe. Well, maybe, yeah. Uh, do you want to? No. Oh, sorry. Do you? Yeah. We could. Can I just? Can I just stand next to you? No? Okay, well. My room's on the uh, the the sixth floor. If you wanted to uh, take this somewhere else, Patty says to the pair of legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I was just I was thinking we would try something um, a little more uh, experimental. If you want to come. Oh, is this is this like the dirt stuff that you were talking about? Oh, the dirt is only the beginning. Honey, when you get to the end, you're not going to know what the beginning was anymore. This is a full experience. This is Maggotland Experience Express. I will admit I pre-gamed pretty hard on family style jello shots before I came over here. So <laughs> I, I am in the mood to get experimental. <laughs> and we get a quick cut back to her in her room taking NyQuil jello shots to get ready. <laughs> Or Dayquil, maybe she's just getting high on 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 Dayquil. A little bit of each. <laughs> it's she like the too icy drowsy. hot for the night. Oh god, she's like she can't get too drowsy, but also she wants <laughs> to be a little bit out of it. We cut back to Stephen leaping over chairs, ducking under banisters, running past the other bellhops, giving chase with a shotgun on his back after Patty, who's being carried away on a pair of maggot stilts. And it's funny, the degree of sort of competence and physical prowess he's showing, and also the familiarity. It's almost as if this has happened to him before. Actually, wait, didn't he say not again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe under his breath, he's like, not again, not again, not again, not again. <laughs> but Guillermo and Patty slip into an abandoned teacup ride underneath a large tarp, and Stephen comes to a halt in front of the flaps, checking his gun for the last few salt pellet shotgun shells he has loaded within. Oh my gosh. Okay, you can do this. You can do this. It'll go better this time. It'll the, go the better last this three, time. The last three died, but this one? Not this one. This one. This one likes Diane Steele, too. And he grits Not his one teeth. more guest. <laughs> he takes a deep breath, affixes his camping light onto his forehead, <laughs> and opens the flap inside to a dark chamber filled with half-knocked-over teacups and a large mechanism in the center. His headlight sort of pans, moving, moving from teacup to, to teacup very slowly. He's trying to be as quiet as possible, but he can hear in the distance, a wriggling sound. Okay, 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 okay. Not like last time, not like last time, not like last time. And then the unmistakable sound of, yes, baby, is this just right there? That is the perfect spot. Yes, <laughs> just just like that, baby. And he, he wheels his headlight. <laughs> To the sound, and he sees and he sees Patty delicately folding this three-piece tuxedo <laughs> at the best <laughs> of these maggots, and he's like, "Oh yeah, perfect." 
oh, it's just just right. Yes, and then tucks the tie. Yes, just right there. <laughs> just tucks the tie in the corner. Perfect. <laughs> and now, Patty and Stephen both see the maggots as they truly are. A five foot four pile of maggots not standing at their fullest height because they don't have the trousers to keep them all inside but truly a massive amount of wriggling maggots and patty has had a lot of day quill and also night quill (laughs) and also some smirnoff maybe (laughs) but um at this point even even in her fairly far gone state recognition begins to settle into her but also this is her first boyfriend ever so she doesn't want to be mean about it so she tries to let him down gently i am um, i hey guillermo hey yes baby it's been a really great night i've had so much fun i'm naked now can't see she you're such a good di- yeah i i can i can see um so here's the thing I'm not, I'm not sure if I can provide what you're looking for tonight. Do you even know what I'm looking for tonight? I'll be honest, I really don't entirely know. Do you want to know what these I'm's looking for tonight? Um, I, uh, and, and like, and like in her terror, she suddenly loses her words all i'm looking for is the corpse and the maggots smile and for maybe what most of us would call i suppose a bit late in the evening patty <laughs> screams <laughs> <laughs> just then steven opens fire with the salt gun salt rips through the maggots as they squeal in terror, spread across the teacups over underneath the tarp. For a moment, we're back in the maggot's perspective and Barber's Adagio for Strings starts playing (laughs) as they like come apart. And the two maggots we've been following watch in horror. They reach out with a little tiny, maggots don't have limbs, right? They just have wriggling bits and teeth. They reach so they out reach with their out mouths. With their mouths and hook in to one another. And one says, number 69. And the other one says, number 1282-5. I'll never forget you as their pincers become closer and closer to separating. And they spin around one another as they fly off into the distance. We cut back to reality with remember a quick, the quick. Fallen, the remember, fallen, the fallen, remember the fallen, avenge the fallen. Remember the fallen, avenge the fallen. Remember the fallen, avenge the fallen. We cut back to reality as a Stephen loads another shell into the chamber. Patty, you've got to run. These things can field strip a cow in eight seconds. Just get out of. Just get out of here. Yeah, I'm. I'm moving. I, I'm drunk and I'm moving, moving drunkenly. And Patty leans over and sort of collapses at Steven's feet, grabbing a hold of his ankle, and for a minute, <laughs> it looks exactly like the cover of, um... Evil Dead? Yes, Evil Dead. I was thinking of Star Wars. Yeah, I was thinking Oh, yeah, Wars. that works too. <laughs> it looks exactly like the cover. Wow, just like in Diane Steele's ankle-grabbing maidens of the cup ride. <laughs> a book that was never released to the public. <laughs> 
No, <laughs> you had to get one of the special arcs during a, a promotional <laughs> contest. Um, uh, yeah, so Patty is just like clutching tight to Steven, like, you said this has happened before? And Steven, more than once. And he points the shotgun back and forth at the maggots that are recongealing on different cups as he's backing towards the flap of the exit. And it's like, for a moment, he he unloads a little bit, and for a moment, it seems like they're entirely still. And um, Patty breathes a sigh of relief, but like Stephen, because he's seen this before, holds up a hand. (laughs) And then very quietly, but growing ever louder, they hear a sound coming from the pile. When the union's inspiration through the workers' blood shall run, there can be no power greater anywhere beneath the sun. Yet what force on earth is weaker than the feeble strength of one? But the union makes us strong. They're towering. Solidarity forever. Solidarity forever. Solidarity forever. For the maggots make us strong. And the ground rumbles. It splits open to the left and the right of the tarp-covered cup ride as maggots pour forth, seeping underneath the tarp as the tarp is raised in the middle. And like one giant humanoid maggot-ridden corpse, it stands to its full three-story height and says... Oh, baby, (laughs) you forgot one thing. I'm a maggot in love. And the towering humanoid body of the maggots begins to lumber forward. One giant footfall shaking the ground, sending maggots spraying everywhere. (laughs) And Steven's like, Patty, I need you to get up on both your feet. Yeah, 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 I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Are you ready to run? Yeah, and they they take off, and maybe they find a maggot land sort of golf cart. <laughs> and they run as fast as they can, jumping into the golf cart as... Oh, God, who fucking filled this up? I don't know why that golf cart sounds like that, but it does. Maggot land, cart, ready. <laughs> and they speed off down the golf course, the... Franklin D. Roosevelt maggot-infested golf course. As tears in the golf course, in the in the bunkers and in the tee, I mean, in the green, starts to split open and maggots crawl out, crawling into the large lumbering giant maggot, growing story and story yes. and height, gaining volume and mass as it's walking. Stephen is panicking. He's going, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then he remembers something his predecessor told him. When all else fails, go to the grassy knoll. And we all see a perfect replica of Robert De Niro in like a waiter's outfit talking to young Stephen. <laughs> yeah. And Stephen looks up the hill at the grassy knoll, which sounds like a reference to another presidential assassination. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Kennedy land. <laughs> yeah, just over the hill. Of Roosevelt Land is Kennedy Land, which it seems kind of tasteless to have a grassy knoll at Kennedy Land, but here we are. And so Stephen puts his foot, his pedal, he puts his foot against the pedal and pushes it into the floor, speeding the little golf cart along, hopping a curb, 
crashing over one of the golf flags as he goes, chased by the massive behemoth of maggots behind him. And the the group of, uh, you know, crypto lover followers of maggot land out with their flash photography, taking pictures of the maggot giant. Yeah, they're just following behind. Um, Patty's saying, oh, this wasn't how it was supposed to go. Oh my gosh, there was going to be a dance. And then like a few pages after that, there was going to be the word muled. And then a page after that, there was going to be the word nipple. And then a page after that, there was going to be the word shaft. Oh, it was going to be so good. I guess it's not always like the books. And then she looks at Steven, who says, God, this is chafing my nipple so much. Hold the shaft of this shotgun. <laughs> we we got to mule it out of here. He just, he he pulls, he, he rips his, his waiter shirt open, and he looks like one of the models on a diet steel paperback. Yeah, just a tuft of hair, maybe three or four inches long, bursts out of his white button-up shirt. He's shredded. He's been shredded all along. <laughs> um, and he says, okay, all right, I'm going to turn up the hill and I need you to do something for me. Patty, Patty, are you paying attention? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm listening, I'm listening. Her eyes are still locked on the huge matted chest hair on his chest. Oh my God. Patty, my eyes are up here. Uh, 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 I'll do my chest. I mean, I'll do my breast. I mean, I, uh, yes. <laughs> when we get to the top of the hill, Patty, I need you to post up and unload everything in that shotgun down at that beast below, okay? okay. I need you to buy me a few crucial seconds. Okay, I can do that. I have fired a shotgun before. And then uh, Stephen looks in her eyes and says, God, I love you. <gasps> oh, wait, was that too soon? Was that, oh God, I'm no, so- No, it was perfect. And they kiss and then they roll over in an embankment <laughs> and onto the grassy knoll. Then boom, 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 side over side. The, the somehow the the golf cart rolls up the grassy knoll yeah. and then crashes to a halt at the top, leaving perfectly a, on its wheels. Perfectly on its wheels, leaving Patty with her dress slightly torn open, so it reveals kind of some underboob and maybe some cleavage, and and Stephen with a large scar on his right over one eye that's like super sexy. They part from their kiss just as the wheels kind of stabilize. They've been deep kissing the whole roll. <laughs> and then she grabs the shotgun and turns to face um, the maggot behemoth um, Guillermo of the many names fought for and died for. And he says, oh baby, just one corpse would be wonderful. I just want to just lay with you in the dirt and do the old or uncle steel skin if you know what I mean. Lay with this and then she unloads. Blam, blam, blam. She unloads three shots into the maggot, slowing him only for a second, but only seconds is what's needed as Stephen rips a piece of astroturf off of the top yes. of the grassy knoll, revealing a coffin within the coffin of John F. Kennedy. Yes. And with the might of his burly, hairy chest, he pushes the coffin out of the grave and up onto the side of the grassy knoll. There's a rumbling from within the coffin and, and Stephen puts his ear against it and he hears, we chose to kill the maggots. 
We choose to kill the maggots, not because it is easy. And the coffin rips open, knocking Stephen to the side. But because it is hard. And he's got he's got an electric guitar. <laughs> and he rips a huge chord. And suddenly maggots warble and scream as they die at the magnificent licks being played. We jump back into the micro and we see maggot 69 and maggot 1284-63. Uh, we'll just change that number and post whatever's right. We found each other again. <laughs> just as they meet. They feel the wave of energy off of this guitar, which some of our story jazz listeners will recognize as an axe. Mm -hmm. As the wave of energy blisters apart the maggots, separating 69 and 1283-63 or whatever it was, and splinters them apart. Again, they reach for each other in midair. No, no, (laughs) we're so close. Just when we found each other again. And again ripped apart from one another as they reach with their little pincers, but they can't. And they are reminded that there truly is no power on earth more feeble than the strength of one. And with that, the maggots are spread across the golf course and the hotel, (laughs) raining from the sky in all directions, blasted away from the power of JFK's Guitar. Omega Maggot was real. You should have been following me on TikTok. I've been telling you all about it. One one cryptid <laughs> um, enthusiast is saying amid the screams of thousands of others with their phones open and watching the maggots raining down. But Patty and Steven are unaware and unconcerned as they turn and look at each other. They actually have to sort of look back and forth because they're trying to look around the corpse of JFK. He's sort of standing there zombie-like and they're like, wait, this side or that side? You crazy kids. You have fun just like me and Marilyn. And he takes the door (laughs) and he puts it, he seals himself back up and with a jostle, almost like he like thumped back against the coffin, (laughs) it just goes back in the hole. He like... And he scoots himself uh, back into the hole. And so as sexily as possible, Stephen puts the astroturf back over the hole, the grave. It's, it is strange that JFK would be buried on the grassy knoll that represented his death. But here we are. It's so near FDR land. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, break, they break their deep kissing, if only for a moment, to salute the fallen president. And then um, Patty turns to Steve and says... I was going to say this isn't like the books at all, but I'm going to write one exactly like this. And baby, I'll support you the whole way. And she like leans in to kiss him and then she's like, (laughs) oh, wait, shit, the bar. (laughs) Maybe after the bar. I also have like a contract that I signed. I have to work here. So we'll just. Right. Obligations. Oh, my God. I'm I'm so sorry about. um, Wow. But I'll write you letters. Uh, Yeah. But if this if this doesn't look. Are, are you going to, do you need an excuse for your manager? Can I, should I, oh no. An excuse for the maggots? No, no. I mean, that's, that's kind of a. It is maggot land. It is mag. it is maggot land. That's sort of a given here. The maggots and the, no, this will all just blow over as another, you know, cheap stunt. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And then, like, some guy with a camera's like, this will not blow over. I will never stop talking about this. I'm going to make content about this every day. <laughs> He's just looking at his smartphone, screaming at it. But, um, I mean, I don't know what you're doing uh, tonight or for the rest of your trip, Stephen says. I, um, um, but I, my shift ends at, at nine. Want to read Diane Steele and have sex? Only if we do it at the same time. And with that, <laughs> they lock arms. They lock arms and walk back to the beleaguered golf cart. Past the wriggling maggots on the ground and scoot off into the setting sun of Maggotland. At the setting sun yeah. within Maggot. They don't go very far. They just go to the golf cart drop off point and then they go inside. But, you know. No, the camera pans down to the, to the grass and then below into the earth as, as one maggot approaches another maggot again. And one of them. As much as a maggot can, gives kind of a beleaguered sigh. <sighs> Maybe next year. And the other one goes, Yes, the tryouts were so good. I think I have a good shot at the voice next year, too. What did you think? Yeah, I think it was right up there with Scandinavian. You keep that up. Okay. I, I Don't don't believe the haters. We loved the voice. We loved the voice. We loved it. Okay. Never give up the voice. Never give up the voice. Okay, I will do, I will do that. Okay. Yes. Maybe my dream will come true of one day becoming Cicada Maryland's Streep. Maybe, maybe. But I know one thing for sure, and that's the next time we're calling ourselves Thunder Horse. <laughs> and then the, the chanting comes again. Thunder Horse, Thunder Horse, Thunder, thunder Horse, Thunder Horse, Thunder Horse. Thunder. Roll credits. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Oh. Another story oh. well jazzed. Another story well and jazzed. so effortlessly in the can. Oh, yes. Without any technical difficulties <laughs> no te- whatsoever. I, this is a little uh, behind the scenes for our listeners that um, we tried to record this once and the recording didn't take. <laughs> and then this recording, we ran into a couple of uh, technical issues. But the story is out there. You've heard it. It got out there. It got to you, the listener. I don't know what Softy is talking about. It was a perfect, seamless process. Well. <laughs> and no one was at fault. Nobody was at fault. But I, I I do, before we say goodbye, I need you to do one thing for me. Can you do the Austin Powers voice you did on the Forever Lost segment? Oh, my God. I want you to just, I want you to just thank the Story Jazz crowd for us in your Austin Powers voice. Thank you, baby. Thank you for keeping with us for this hour and a half, baby. It's been positively shagadelic to record with you, Softy. What a great series of films I haven't watched in ten years. I'm sure they've aged great, baby. Uh, and with that... They're still totally my bag. And then with that, good night. And we'll see you next time. Good night. <laughs>